Hello and welcome to Juggling Podcast number... 55. 56. 56. My name is Luke and sitting next to me here is... Paula Brentner. And we are here at the EJC and we're recording this midweek. We're actually just going to do a quick podcast update midweek, just pretty much to put out and, and to say, hey, haha, you're you missing You missed something. Yeah, you're really missing a good convention. So, um, yeah, what to, what to talk about? Tell you what, let's just go quickly go through it, really. We're here in Karlsruhe in sort of like south, southern... In Germany. In Germany. So I was going to say southwestern kind of Germany. Uh, it's quite near the... Uh, edge of the country in France and um, yeah there's been an EJC here before in 2000 I never actually got that got to that one because my brother Nathan was getting married that uh, weekend boo boo actually the next uh, the next year or two years later or something my uh, my sister said I'm getting married and I said if you're getting married this weekend I won't be there I'll be at the EJC in Bremen and she was like so, but now all your sisters and brothers are married yeah just me now yeah my sister is married now twice. yeah okay <laughs> let's move on to EJC talk yeah yeah uh, <laughs> Anyway, I completely lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah, I, di- I wasn't here at the last EJC here in Kazoo, but we managed to get here to d- this this time round. And we arrived on Friday. Everything seemed to be set up quite well. Not a lot of problems there, was it? Huge sight. Fantastic decoration everywhere. Yeah. I'm so impressed by the decoration. It's just really lovely. Yeah, a big thank you to the whole decoration team that they put together here. Now, we would show you, we would talk about all the different sites and things like that. The best thing to do, though, is to go to YouTube. I really do this. Go to YouTube. Look up um, Where the Hell is Polar? or EJC 2008. It's pretty much the only EJC video up there at the moment. But Where the Hell is Polo? It's based on the Where the Hell is Matt dancing video, which is going around the internet 20 times a day. Um... <laughs> through my email box 20 times a day and stuff like that at uh, the moment. So it's pretty much Polar, de- like, standing, juggling three Don't clubs. I'm just saying three clubs at, at, everywhere around the site. But I'm just saying, because people yeah. know it. Yeah, I would have preferred you not to say it and then just looking at it. But the point is, I'm saying, if you want to know about the site, look at that. We could talk about it, but you pretty much get to see the site there, you know, by that video. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so pretty good. Um, next up, you want to say something? No, no, I just said that we missed out two things and there were complaints because people watched the video and said, you, have, you don't have the museum and you don't have the children's playground. Sorry, I didn't know they exist. We did have the children's playground. No, we had the children's circus tent. And, and no, 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 there's a, a tent, a cafe tent for children and parents and stuff. Oh, okay. Well, whatever there is, um, we'll... Uh uh, yeah, just look at this video. You see the site in this video, uh, which is pretty cool. Next up, well, the little things, things that we've done. Uh, Friday, we got here. Officially, it opened on Saturday. Big, huge queue out the door of people coming in. And they pre-registered. How many people was it? Like I think Minnie said, like... Uh, I think eight. Uh, Jörg said 800 in the first half hour. And that was pre-registered? Yeah. So 800 people turned up in the first half hour. Uh, and, of course, there was hundreds no, of people on site. it wasn't site. about turning up. Uh, it was about them getting them through. 800 uh, people in half an hour. I mean, that's very impressive. impressive. Yeah. yeah, most of them were Germans. I mean, because they had these four desks out there, didn't they? One said, one said German. One said uh, Britain, America, Ireland, English-speaking. One said France, Belgium, sort of French-speaking country. And then down the other end, oh, S- Spain, Italy, or whatever. And then other down the end. And the German queue, like, after, like sort of just during this first half hour, the German German queue was back out the door and around the building, and the other places and the other uh, tables were like empty because all of those people just went straight away. And the Germans, of course, it's a very German-heavy convention here because we're in Germany. 
Yeah, and many went around and asked people like, "Have you ever been to Italy on holiday?" Then you're allowed to go to the Italian queue, <laughs> just to get the queue down a bit. Anyway, so very, very big convention. Last numbers I've heard about five and a half thousand people. So by far the biggest. I heard about more. Did It's nearly six thousand. Oh, okay. I heard this yesterday, so uh, maybe they're counting in the uh, the day tickets and stuff. I really don't know how it works out. But anyway, very big convention. So we pretty much started our day by our convention on Saturday by organising the very first open stage. We got a meeting together, and that's pretty much what we've been doing for the last four days straight. Um, so yeah, Sunday night open stage, pretty good. A uh, bit weak, technical problems there as well, and of course, no I mean, it was the first show. Of yeah. course, there were technical problems. But also, it always happens that people don't want to sign up for the first open stage. And I thought, well, I'll get people to sign up in advance, and we'll have this meeting in advance, so everything's set up, and we can say what days are full and things. And that means there'll be people ready to perform on the Monday night. And while well, there were a few people to perform on the Sunday Monday night, oh, Sunday night, Sunday, yeah. Sunday night, yeah, uh, there wasn't as many as I'd liked, but. A short show to begin with was okay. It meant that um, we could sort of test things out and uh, and try things out, so it was cool. Uh, there's this guy actually talking of YouTube, Benny, uh, Polar's cousin, and I were talking once back in I don't know December sometime, and we were saying on YouTube there is everything. If you ever want to see anything, check it on YouTube, and there'll probably be a video of it. And we were talking this, and he said, "Oh, I know something that won't be there." And he said, "Sport hocker." And I said, what's sport hockey? And he says, well, it's this thing that only happens in Kiel. And, and I was like, okay, that's quite specific. He said, and it's some kind of like juggling manipulation thing where you have a stool and you sit on the stool and then you take it away, do something with it and sit on the stool in creative it ways. Looks, it looks a bit like a Diabolo stool. So yeah, it's yeah. on both sides, the same yeah. thing. So you can turn it over. Yeah, like a double-ended hourglass kind of thing. Uh, and also it's... Um, It, it reminds me of hat juggling because with hat juggling you do a series of tricks and the hat always ends up back on your head and then you take it off and do some tricks and it ends up back on your head it's the same kind of thing except you're sitting on it in the end uh, anyway so this guy comes up to me uh, and it was on YouTube by the way so this guy comes up to me and he says oh uh, are you who I need to talk to about the open stage and I said yes and I said are you from Kiel and he's like yeah how do you know and I was like you have a sport hocker thing like that <laughs> and it was actually the guy that Benny and I found on YouTube he was oh, really yeah, I didn't know he's, he's like the Kiel champion which makes him of course the world champion and uh, <laughs> Uh, and yeah, and he was the person we saw on, on video, and he came up. You and know that there are always niches, you know. Yeah. So there will be another sports hocker somewhere in the world that looks a bit different. Yeah. <laughs> But he has never been to a juggling convention before. He doesn't even juggle. He just heard about this and thought, "Oh, I could do that." And he just spontaneously drove down from Kiel, nine hours down to Kiel. Oh, that's on Saturday, and then he performed in the show on Saturday night, and uh, it was quite funny. Oh, Sunday night, yeah. Um, oh yeah, there was no show on Saturday, was there? There was the wedding show. On wedding show. Bob and Nora got married, which is great. Um, but again, we've not really got a whole lot to talk about there. No, but it was fun last night when he when he announced Nora on stage, and it was Nora Carr. Yeah, Carr. How do you Carr? Yeah, it was the first time that I actually heard the name, and it sounds cool. It does sound cool. Uh, so anyway, yeah, that was Saturday, and then Sunday night the open stage with Sport Hocker. Oh, I saw um, uh, not Bram Stander from uh, Fred and Paul, uh, Paul and Freddie, and he has now his own Sport Hocker. Prop. He's got. He got oh, himself. Really? Yeah. So if you like the kind of Fred, uh, Paul, and Freddie kind of manipulation, maybe you'll see some sport hocker in their show in the future. Alternatively, 
he might just put it in a box with all his other props that he tries out. <laughs> I have the same kind of box. Anyway, you so. You have the same kind of cellar. Yeah, I have a cellar full of equipment, of old equipment. Anyway, so yeah, first show was good. Monday night, this was a great show. We, I uh, booked Luke Wilson in advance to come along and host the show. And I was then organizing it backstage with Polo and some other people. And good show, Polo? Really, really good show. Talk I a bit really, about uh, really Luke Wilson. I like Will, uh, Luke Wilson as a host because he's just, he is clever, he is funny, he is friendly. He is very clear in what he says, what he wants. And I think anyone, even if you don't speak English, you can understand him. Totally. Yeah, and that, I mean, it was a really nice Sleek? Do you say sleek show? Slick. Slick show. Yeah. He is also ultra professional, which is pretty much why I booked him to, to do in these early shows because, uh, you know, of course the first show was going to be a bit rough because I was hosting. Well, it wasn't because I was hosting. It's because it was, I was organizing and then hosting the first show. So we knew it was going to be sort of like just your normal EJC beginning show. Um, but the, the, the main show again on the Sunday night, we wanted it to be a bit special. So that's why we got Luke in and he did a really, really good job. And the acts were fantastic as well. Uh, pretty cool stuff. Um, I would go through the, the, the list of acts, but I'm sure you could find stuff on the internet if you, if you want to hear about specific things, other people. We're just going to do a quick roundup here. Uh, Monday, what did we do on Monday? Monday. Uh, Wait, I... that was Monday, wasn't it? What did we do on Tuesday? Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, Monday night, there was also the Eurovision Juggle Contest. Oh, yeah, and you were a judge, weren't you? I, I were the German judge, and I got completely pissed, like a bit in the show but definitely after the show and yeah so i had a very 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 bad hangover the next day let's just talk a little bit about eurovision you have what was it seven judges or something seven judges yeah. random countries not always the judge from the country to be honest i think berta was south america uh, south africa maybe something nora was now canada because then i could jump in as a german judge and, yeah, then there are people or artists coming from the different countries and representing their country with their juggling. And, yeah, then you have a, a winner with a country and stuff. Well, the way it's judged, isn't it? It's like, okay, when the judges don't want to see any more, they hold up some signs with crosses on them. And then when you get four out of the seven judges hold up a sign, they're off the stage and it's timed. And that's how you get the winner. And uh, I think Marco Paoletti... No, no, Marco Paoletti didn't win it once. Who, who won it? Toby Walker won it one year. And then the uh, thingy from Italy with the hats. Uh, Lorenzo. Oh, yes. Lorenzo yes. In, won it in Ireland, I think. Yeah, and was there one last year? I can't remember if there was one last year. Can't remember. Anyway, so this, this year it was another hat juggler who won it. So no, in the There wasn't one. We were in Athens. We oh, didn't yeah. even have games. Yeah, that is true, actually. So, um, yeah, it was another hat juggler called, was it Mike? Mike? I think it was Mike. Mike from Ireland, Italy, and United States. I can't remember. He's got like four passports or something like that. So, uh, so yeah, that was a, a really, really cool show. Um, I was actually doing the sound for it, which is great, because like, the artists don't choose their music. The DJ chooses the music, and I was the DJ, because I just got my laptop brought up iTunes, made a list of silly music and cool music and funky music, and then just played it as we went through, and uh, I really enjoyed that. I did, it, I did the same kind of thing for the, uh, for the Renegade at the Scottish Convention. I think I'd like to do more of that in the future, just sort of like doing the music selection and playing, because uh, it's good fun. Anyway, it did de devolve into, uh, into... Into a Renegade. Into a Renegade, people getting naked on stage and stuff. Anyway, so let's talk a little bit about... Oh, sorry, I just pulled the microphone cable out. Let's Three people getting naked. Yeah, uh, and one of them was female. And uh, so Monday, 
we made the video. We pretty much went out and we did the where Tuesday, yeah. Oh, everything's offset in my head by a day. I don't know why. So Tuesday, we went out and made the video. We took about an hour and a half filming the Where the Hell is Polar? Polar juggling in lots of different places. And the, my favorite thing was um, juggling in the, you know, in the lake, Polar standing in the lake. The toilets was good. But anyway, you'll see it. It's really cool. Uh, and the Marco Paoletti workshop. Pretty much just see it. It was not it's the planned. best thing ever. It was not planned. We just went in there. Marco's like, oh, well, I'm going to do a thing. We're like, no, just, we just want to practice. Like, no, look, just want Polo to juggle in the small gym. Like four minutes. Oh, no, four seconds of juggling. That's all we need. And he's like, no, but I want to do the thing. And he's like, uh, what was he saying to you? I can't even remember. No, you just said, go on with your workshop. Don't, don't yeah, yeah, yeah. let uh, us disturb you. Yeah, because we're only going to be here for a second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And... Yeah, I, I'm not sure if I want to tell it. I mean, anyway, just, you'll see what happens. Seriously, just, just watch the video. It's too cool. Uh, it was one of those oh, moments. Lucky moments yeah. that you just get, and you you can't plan them. We could have never planned that, edit, but it just was was so good. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, so that was cool. So we made a video, filmed it for about an hour and a half, and then edited it. I edited it for about an hour and a half. And while I was organizing the show, when the technic technicians and people, I was sitting there putting the subtitles on, you know, all the little titles on. I was doing that throughout the organization of the uh, Tuesday night show, which Polo was hosting. Polo, tell us a little about the, sh the show. Um, How did it start? I, it started with my video. So the first thing the people saw was the video playing for... I think roughly four minutes, four and a half minutes. Uh, so they all got calm. They laughed at the right moments, which made me really happy because I was a bit scared uh, because it's it's quite a big introduction for for a host of a show. But because so many people saw themselves on the video, I think it wasn't a problem. It, it wasn't a big ego thing, yeah. in my opinion. Well, it really was just showing people the site. It was like an introduction. It's like, hey, how is your EJC? Here's where we've been, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, and it was an introduction for all the people, for the site, for me. And then the, the last uh, clip is backstage. At the open stage. At the open stage. Still me juggling. And then the big screen. I mean, then it says in the letters, like, uh, open stage Tuesday night. The screen falls down, and I'm standing there. Uh, the problem was I was standing in the dark because the light didn't go on, and I was standing with <laughs> without sound because the microphone was off. Uh, but nobody yeah. noticed. Nobody noticed. It really didn't. It, it, the thing is, it's one of those... Yeah, I mean, the audience just went wild, and, you know, that's at the end of the video. You'll see the audience was very enthusiastic for the uh, for the video yeah, there. But I felt a bit shit. <laughs> These because, things happen. Yeah, because for me, it was the most important thing that I switched the microphone on before I went on stage the first time. I thought, later in the show, it's no problem, but I don't want the first thing to happen. Me walking on stage without a voice. And what happened? Me standing in the dark without a voice. Well, you standing in the dark wasn't your fault because the technicians either side, Karen and Matis, Matthias, uh, we actually said to them, okay, when the lights come on, then you drop the screen. And they dropped it first and then the lights came on. So, it, you know, it wasn't your fault, Polo, at all. I know. And also the sound wasn't my fault yeah. because I checked and I then thought, oh, shit, I switched it off instead of on. So I switched it the other way. on. Uh, oh, yeah, the other way. And it was still not on. So, uh, well, things happen. Anyway, so how did you enjoy hosting the show? How many people were there? Like maybe 2,000 people watching you on stage? Maybe 1,500? Uh, I don't know how many. 1,500, I guess. And uh, how does it feel, hosting a show like that? It feels really good on one side, really scary on the other side, because, I mean, you're just that moment. People blame you for things that go wrong. Who's, whoever's fault it is, fault it is, 
they blame you. And that's a really scary thought, to be honest. And another thing is, when you host a show, there's no other thing than trying out. You can't learn anything without trying out. Because you don't have an audience to just at home yeah. to practice with. Yeah, you can just practice on stage. So you have to try things out, and if they don't work, hey, <laughs> 1,500 people see, they don't <laughs> work. Yeah, but as long as a few people laugh, it's, it's, it's sort of all right. Yeah, sure, but it's very hard to, to, to learn these things. Like when you try, for example, the, oh, was there someone from America? And yeah. to, to actually wait as long until they understand what you asked, have the time to react, because you're so scared that no one does something that you just go on. Yeah, that's what you were doing. I think a bit you would say, what about this? No, really, what about this? It's like, yeah, people are still thinking about what you've yes, said. But it's so hard. It's so hard. And I think I got better at the end. But of course, I had to try out. I had to get a bit... I understand. Uh, I understand. I also started off the, the second half with the video piece, my 4-4-1, 4-4-1, crossbeat, yeah, the video, three ball and video bit. Massive technical problems there at the beginning. It worked okay in, in rehearsals, but um, as we were actually starting the show, there was a big power outage. Oh, no, was that? No, that was last night. On Tuesday night, there was an explosion in, a, in an audio cable or something. Anyway, so it was a bit of a faff around, but we handled it. And actually trying out the video and it having no sound like four times in a row with 1,500 people watching, it sort it of was built a it up. Comedy piece. It was almost a comedy piece building up, and then I was like, "Oh, I'll just do it without the video." And then Matis, Matthias at the front of the stage just said, "Oh, we'll just try it one more time." And he tried it one more time, and yeah, it worked. Every I was like, time quick, quick, it now. was like uh, starting, and then that sound going, and you think, "No, no, you can't do it like that." <laughs> it was like that. Sorry. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Um, so yeah, not really cool, uh, but a good show. A good I, show. I'm so glad it happened to you. Yeah. Because with other, uh, any other artist, I would have been really scared that they can't handle it. Yeah. But with you, I just know you can handle it and I just left it to you. But it was a bit silly really because I was stage managing the show and doing stuff on stage and then I was in the show as well. So when something went wrong, it was my job to fix it as the stage manager. But then it went wrong for me as well, so I was fixing it. Anyway, so let's move on. What did we do yesterday? Uh, oh, Lottie Brunn died. So I made a, a tribute video for last night's open stage. So that took a bit of time. And I was, you know, I was trying to find her date of birth. Nowhere on the internet is Lottie Brunn's date of birth. I was looking at it, lots of stuff about, you know, Francis Brunn. And I know I must have seen the date of birth. I read, read it in a book. So I went to Garby and I said to Garby, you know, Lottie Brunn's And she said, yeah, she's been ill for a while. And uh, I says, could you, do you maybe have an interview with her or something where you could have a date of birth? Because like, she's got like all of her Cascade magazines for the, yeah, last, yeah, for the last 20 years or so, or 25 years now. Um, and so that was, uh, so she couldn't find it. So then I went off to try and find around the trader's store to find a virtuoso, a copy of the virtuosos of juggling to see if I could look up there. Because I wanted to put it at the end of the video, sort of like uh, 1930 to 2008 or how, whatever it is. Um, but I couldn't find it. But anyway, I made the video and that was, that's what we started off. They did that in Carvan as well when, when Francis Brunn died in 2004. They did sort of like a video tribute to him at the beginning of the public show. So I thought I'd do the same, same kind of thing here. Um, but otherwise, yeah, a re another really good show last night I was hosting. A fantastic show. Oh, I want to say something else to, to the... What? Quickly. To one show. Uh, when, when, when Mintam and Guillaume played. Oh, yeah. Because that was just so impressive. I mean, there are these standing ovations where like people think, ah, oh, I, 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 I think that was really good. I'll get up. And then someone else thinks, oh, someone gets up. I'll, I'll stand up as well. But they finished their act... And just the whole tent 
jumped up. Yeah, it and was. It was like it was a massive crowd and all standing and shouting and clapping. It was. I guess it was like uh, when uh, when we were talking about. Um, uh, Morgan at the EJC in Ireland, how he finished his act and his girlfriend was sitting there and turned around to sort of like say to the person, hey, let's give a standing ovation. And she turned around and everyone's already standing up, you know. So it's yeah. it's that kind of that kind of thing that you just look to your ne person next to you and they're already standing up beside yeah, you. I, I ran around the fence of the backstage area just to see the standing ovation because I think standing ovations are something so cool. Yeah, and last night, oh, a guy did flower sticks on stage, got a standing ovation. I never saw that one coming. Yeah. Uh, last Ali. night, Ali, yeah, from Italy. He's pretty cool. And last night we had another like three standing ovations. Um, None like the one that no, that no, Guillaume and Mintan. But uh, yeah, but uh, some good artists last night as well. Again, I don't want to go through all of the artists and things. But uh, my fa oh, what happened is that we did this Lottie Brun video, and then we got Matt Hall out to do, and he did cigar boxes, and he tries this one trick in his routine where he he lets go of them all, does a pirouette, and then Cat does a. He crosses his right arm over, catches the left-hand side box, and then traps it against his foot. So he does a pirouette and then catches it. The, the cigar box is trapped between his hand and his foot, standing on one leg. Until he actually managed to get it, I didn't even know. Oh, Polly, you've just given it away. You've just given it away. No, I didn't. So anyway, he tries it in his routine, and he doesn't get it. So at the end of his routine, I say, hey, come back up on stage. So we got him back up on stage. So try it. So he tries it three times. It doesn't happen. So I just said, hey, at the end of the show, when all the artists are bowed and stuff like that, what we're going to do is we're going to get Matt Hall back up at the end. I just told him that I didn't actually ask Matt or anything like that. Uh, I said, we'll get him back up, and he's going to try this trick until he gets it at the end of the stage. He can stick around that. And that actually worked. At the end of the show, Marco Paoletti finished his stuff off. We did a big bow. Everyone did an extra trick. Came back up on stage, and then it's like, okay, and now Matt Hall, and he did it there. And I had like ten jokes in mind to say. Each time he dropped, I was going to have to say another joke and things. Um, but he managed to get it on the third attempt. Like it was perfect. Circus attempt. Yeah, it was like a, a real circus ending to the show, and the crowd went absolutely wild. Matt Hall went absolutely wild, and this actually works quite well because I was wanting everyone to stick around until the end of the bowing, until the end of it. Because often people here at the EJC open stages they get up and walk out, and I said that at the beginning because I thought, ah, oh, that'll. Let make quite a lot of people stick around and it worked but it didn't just work it was like one of those golden moments on stage where where it just it everyone finished up the show it made it around you yeah, know it, yeah. went... it was absolutely perfect so that was really cool uh, and then uh, yeah other people performing in the show uh, a lot of good people a lot of good people really really good show yeah not a bad act in there uh, so uh, so yeah that was cool oh uh, and Matthias Romeo, he got a standing ovation as well. So that was another person last night, and then and and Diablo Kid, yeah, just amazing stuff. Uh, yeah, guy from. Uh, guy what did you say about just twenty minutes? I, I was going to say this is just going to be a twenty-minute podcast, so we'll just wrap it up now with Fight Night last night, Celebrity Fight Night. There was nine people entered, and quite a lot of German people or people living in German, and we went through it was this double elimination kind of thing. So if you lost one fight, it didn't matter, you could still be in. Um, so it went through, and the last four people were, it was um, me, Mattis, Flo, and JJ, Big Jochen. Pretty much the crew. Who, JJ, cool day. Yeah. Uh, pretty much the crew who do uh, fighting, like combat in Berlin but every please week. Please call Mattis Drunken Master. Otherwise oh, yeah, Drunken Master. Yeah. Who he is. Uh, who, who, yeah, he, <laughs> when he fights, he fights as Drunken Master. Um, so it was pretty much us. Guys like from Berlin who who fight together every Tuesday night and every Sunday night and pretty much dominated the other well not dominated but we were the the last the top four. Mattis beat me in an epic battle and at the beginning of it someone said Luke use the force 
Um, and that pretty much kicked off a, a Star Wars theme, uh, which was really fun. So Mattis was the drunken master and I was Luke. Uh, and it was sort of lots of Star Wars. Yeah, I was Luke Skywalker and lots and lots of jokes going on there. And it lasted that, that you know, it was only up to three points. Um, but we got it to 2-2 two, two, and it lasted about 10 minutes because we were just messing around. And uh, yeah, in the end, Mattis did beat me. But so... It, what happened then was then Mattis beat JJ, which doesn't happen very often. Which and doesn't happen. Yeah. It's not about very often. Well, no, <laughs> it does It does happen sometimes in, in Berlin, but oh, okay. it doesn't happen like on stage in front of a no. thousand people or 800 people or however many people were there last night. So they did a three-way final because Flo won three games and lost one. Mattis won three games and lost one. And JJ won three games and lost one. So they had a three-way final, which I was thinking, oh, three-way final, I really hate these because it's always a bit crap. But it wasn't. It was 20 minutes of pure gold. It was just amazing skills, amazing comedy. The audience was just going crazy for everything as well. And uh, and another cool thing was that, it, like I say, it's like what we do in Berlin every week. And the mad saves and the sc- cool skills that we use, do every like twice a week in Berlin, except it was at that level, but with 800, 1,000 people watching and going crazy. Like in Berlin, every time we get, do something good, and it's like, yeah, wow, did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. And it's like two or three people saying, wow, yeah, cool, wow. And here it was like 1,000 people going, wow, yeah, cool. Anyway, JJ won. Um, I just give it away, no problem. But the cool what thing, a is, surprise! Yeah, he won last year as well. But what I really liked was it. It started like that. That flow had four points, and the other two people had each one point, and then they had yeah. each two points, yeah. and in the end, it was all three of them having four points. Yeah. And so it was like the match point. It was yeah. every single time. Any of these three guys could have won. Yeah, and it went like three times in a row. That Because uh, what happens if there's three people? If one person wins without making a, an attack, it's like they win by default, so they don't get the point Like on that final point. So uh, so that happened a few times. They All of them dropped a few times, which was cool. And in the end, at one point, Flo actually threw a club out into the audience. He then jumped out over the audience, caught the club, reversed gravity in time, and managed to make his way back onto the stage again. Yeah, it, it was a bit wrong. I, I mean, it, it, it the, the laws work. of physics, you know, <laughs> like the gravity and time and space sort of like coalesced around him. Maybe because his reactions were so quick, he warped the uh, the fabric of space time itself and uh, managed to get that. Anyway, I got the whole thing on video. It's an hour and a half, 90 minutes worth of video. So I'll definitely be editing some of that. Um, not into one thing, but I'll, I'll, I'll take some of the matches in full and some highlights of some other matches because it was just an amazing experience. Hopefully it's captured like on video as well of course you'll never get the full experience but just some of the skills you've got to see it and the lighting is fantastic and the wide angle it was up high and as well the music and the music was good and bob hosting it was good as well so everything's clear so hopefully that's going to make a, a cool video that i'll be putting out and probably in a few weeks time when i get chance to pretty much when i get back to berlin i'm getting new editing software so i'll be making more videos because i've got lots of footage lying around now for that uh, so anyway that pretty much brings us up to this morning i got up uh, oh no bed late last night wasn't it like four o'clock in the morning by the time we got to bed uh, well, I did anyway. Uh, Polo came later. Don't know where you were. In the bar? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Polo's in the evenings. Actually, that's pretty funny because after the open stages, we both want to relax. And Polo's place to relax is going to the bar. And my I place. Don't want to relax? Well, you just want it. You want to like take a break from <laughs> okay, organising yeah. stuff. You want to let your hair down a bit. And my place to let the hair down a bit is just to come and sit in the gym and chat to people. And Polo's is to go into the bar, drink and dance. Yeah. So after the open stage, we just say. Good night. <laughs> See you in bed. Yeah. 
See you in bed. And yeah, so that's it. And then this morning we got up, we thought, hey, we'll do this cool podcast stuff. And the cool thing is, again, is that the next podcast, or maybe we've got some interviews, I've got some interviews lined up with some people now, uh, but uh, we're going to see if we can do a live recording on Saturday night, maybe, uh, like a half hour recording on stage with yeah, guests. Yeah, yeah, half hour. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Like this is 20 minutes. Yeah, like this is 20 minutes. So... um yeah, like on stage, and we'll get up some different guests, like organizers, main artists, ask them what they thought of the EJC, some high points, some some uh, interesting stories. Uh, yeah, so we're going to see if we can do that, get a get a few hundred people in to, to see us do the podcast live. Yeah, have you juggled so far? I did, actually. After the sta- open stage last night, I was stood, I went on stage with my new board and was learning five clubs on my, uh, on my caster board, my ripstick or whatever it's called, which, again, I'll make a video of that one day for people. Because I think I can practice that quite well in the backyard. Oh, by the way, I played a fun game last night with the security guys. What's that? Not on purpose. What are you doing? <laughs> I always switch the light off. In the artist tent backstage? Yeah. <laughs> and they always switch it on. And I thought, what an idiot is always switching the light back on. Because we were told to switch it off after we leave. Yeah, but then someone was sleeping in there and they can't police it very well with the lights off. But if the lights are on, they can look in easily and just see what's going on. Yeah, yeah exactly. And he was thinking, what an idiot is switching the light off every time. Yeah, so that's what people actually came up to me. They came into the backstage tent last night when I was just packing stuff up and they said, oh, we want you to leave the lights on. I was like, oh, we we're switching off. Oh, no, we want to leave it on. Oh, we want to switch off. They was, we had the same thing with me. Anyway, last night there was a party held in there that they didn't close down. And then some trader stores were broken into via the artist area, which is uh, a bit silly. So, yeah, uh, I said 20 minutes. Let's finish this off in after 30 minutes. Um, no more news, I don't think. But anyway, we don't, we don't organize any more open stages now. Joanne is taking over, as was the plan. I was doing the first half of the week, and he's doing the second half of the week. Uh, bit of a confusion who was doing it last night, but we've worked that out now. No problem. I did it last night. Yeah, you, I was kind of stage manager. Yeah, Paula organized everything last night. I was on stage, and she just made it happen. It was great. Yeah. I'm very proud. So, so we've just got, we've just got. I've got a workshop at two o'clock, and then we've got the games on Saturday, which are going to be cool. But we'll talk about more of them later. So uh, that's about it. I hope you've enjoyed this uh, podcast. Strange EJC update. The people who are, literally, if you're in Germany, get down here seriously. If you get here at nine o'clock now. in the morning, nine o'clock in the morning, get in the queue. There's still show tickets for tomorrow. If you get here early enough, no, there are. There was a queue there, ten o'clock this morning. At 10 o'clock, they open up the pre-registration desk and people can get some the very, very last tickets. So, uh, seriously, get here for this weekend. It's, it's epic and awesome and full of win, as they say on the internet. And on Saturday, there will be a world record try with fire toys. Meh. What? Look, it's not just about what we are interesting, interested in. Yeah, fire shows, fire shows, blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, goodbye. World peace. World peace. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.